Today's episode is about the difference between a sound identity and a jingle. This podcast is here to educate on the power of sound, the possibilities of sound, and the accessibility of sound in marketing to all brands, both big and small. Sound marketing is a great way to break through the noise that visual marketing creates. This podcast breaks down what has happened, is happening, and insights on what's happening in the future. But the biggest takeaway is that you can be a company of one or a company of a thousand. Sound marketing is accessible and affordable for us all. My name is Gina, and I'm head of audio at Dreamer Productions and StageHam Entertainment. I create sound identities for companies, brands, individuals, and events. Today's episode is about the difference between a sound identity and a jingle. Most of us are more accustomed with the term jingle. It's usually acknowledged pretty quickly for its meaning. A jingle is a short slogan, verse, or tune designed to be easily remembered, especially as used in advertising. When you say the words sound identity, a lot of people's heads just fill up with a bunch of question marks. I have no idea what that is. That sounds too complicated. Or that's more extensive than what I need. Let's just create a jingle for now and talk about sound identities later on down the line. All of these are valid thoughts, and there are plenty of standalone jingles that are fun and product recalling, but I believe without considering the whole brand before creating a fun and catchy jingle, then the chances of your jingle recalling your brand specifically are just that chances. Consider the 1970s Meow Mix jingle. It just repeats meow, 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 meow. Over and over, while the little ball dances across the subtitles of the screen of the lyrics that are never actually sung. If you aren't familiar with this one, Google the video. If your little kids are around, wait, because you will get nothing else done for the rest of the evening. Trust me. That jingle was made specifically on brand. Not only did they repeat the brand name over and over again, but it was also the sound of their consumer a cat. Silly, annoying, and memorable. After watching and or hearing that ad once, you will always remember that brand. It says it in the jingle, over and over and over again. In fact, that's all that it says in the jingle. Although the lyrics, and there are actual lyrics, tell the ingredients and the justification for buying the product, that doesn't matter. All we really need to see is the cute cat video dubbing their mouths to appear as if they're talking. We as humans are very simple in that way. It's like a viral video classic before viral videos. Here's another good one Kit Kat. Give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. It not only mentions the product in the jingle, but it tells you how to eat it. It even makes you move. Try, I dare you, to sing this to yourself without moving at all or snapping your fingers or tapping your foot. You couldn't do it, could you? But not all jingles are like that. For instance, do you remember the da 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 commercial? Very catchy. Simple to remember, toe tapping, silly, something you'd talk about around the water cooler. But for the life of me, I couldn't remember what it was for. All I could remember was some easy chair showing up randomly around town. And for the sake of this argument, I resisted the urge to Google it until after I wrote this paragraph. It was for Volkswagen in the mid 90s. Great commercial, but I would argue not really a branding thing. 10 or 15 years ago, a concept like sonic branding was only available to those big brands that could afford a network TV spot. It was irrelevant to the rest of us, as it was A, far beyond our budgets, 
and B, completely useless as our only real means of advertising was by print or word of mouth. Websites were just babies at that point. MySpace was there, but, well, it was MySpace. A brand new thought that no one really knew what to do with or how to actually use it effectively for anything, let alone marketing. Digital was nothing compared to what it is today. But today, you can do pretty much anything. And that is where the birth of sonic branding really has been taking off. And that's where this podcast comes in. I talk about what it is, what it was, and what it can be for you and your business. So for this episode, I chose two opposite-sided articles. One was focusing on the death of the jingle, and the other is predicting a comeback. The reason I chose these is that I believe that they are both right. The traditional jingle is gone. But a new, more curated version of a jingle is rising, and that, I believe, is what the age of sonic identities and sonic branding is all about. In my opinion, sonic identities is the new jingle. I'll start with the argument of jingles going away. Advertisers nowadays are going for hiring and or commissioning popular artists rather than commissioning jingle writers to write the campy and very catchy jingles of the past. The market of everything is oversaturated. There are hardly any king of industry products. Because of all of this industry noise, brands now must rely on representing a certain lifestyle and a more relatable and personal brand identity. This makes total sense as we have entered the age of the social media influencer and the concept of you are your own brand. If you haven't heard that term yet, don't worry, you will. So what marketers did was they explored what could most effectively attribute to a person's emotional and cultural experience. And so, of course, they tapped into music. Music is one of the most visceral commodities we have. Everyone has a strong tie to something musical at one point or another in their life. So marketers started licensing popular artists to either record an original, McDonald's I'm Loving It, or took a non-original tune and tied it to their brand or campaign. Apple, iPods, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? for the Nike revolution. These are most definitely not bad ideas, but the danger in this is what I've mentioned in episode four. You are branding two brands together, the artist slash brand and your own brand. And if that artist say, does something that is off-brand from your product in their private life, your brand could take some of that slack as well. Take Jared from Subway. That was kind of a train wreck. That most definitely did not help the company. Then there is the argument that jingles are making a comeback. One thing that the article I found on this mentions is that jingles have a stigma of being corny. Case in point, most of my examples. But corny or dated doesn't have to be negative. Most of the success of past jingles were that they had easily accessible tunes and lyrics, which a lot of times comes off as corny. By making tunes and lyrics that are more simplistic, you create a massively successful recall track record. I can still sing most, if not all, of the Toys R Us theme song, and I haven't heard it in a very long time. And although, sadly, Toys R Us is no more, I will forever know that song went with that store. There's power in that corn. So with all that being said, my prediction is that sound identity is the new jingle. Sonic branding is a hybrid of something old and something new. It caters to that deep set emotional and high recall connection that the jingles from yesteryear created while adopting the importance of cultural significance and social media branding and identity that is prevalent today. As you may have noticed, the audio is different on a lot of these episodes. That is because I'm still trying to find my right sound. 
I've always just recorded instruments, which is a whole other thing, so vocals take a little bit of practice. Having me in your ears is an intimate thing, and the way I record myself will affect your experience of my message. I could have the most important and significant information that you need to hear, but if my voice isn't pleasant to listen to, or if the audio isn't right on par, you'll check out. I'd hate for that to happen. This is another reason that audio branding can't be slapped together quick. It's the same as when you're putting together a video campaign. Just because you're ready to introduce your product doesn't mean that you can point a camera at you or your brand and start talking without properly setting up your backdrop and microphone and going through tests and all of that. It has to be plotted out. And that's what I'm doing here. I'm trying to create a comfortable place for your ears to rest and hopefully learn a few things. I'm pitching sound as important. I've got to practice what I preach. How can you portray your brand without saying anything? Imagine it isn't a video or TV. It's radio. What does that sound like? Again, I encourage you to grab a recorder, and I've listed a link in the show notes if you needed a suggestion. Just start recording your world, your brand's world. Is it the rustling of the wind through the trees? Is it children laughing? Is it the noise of a busy street? I've included a link to Seth Godin's book called Purple Cow, Transform Your Business by Being Remarkable. You can find the link in the show notes. Seth is a genius with explaining how, in order to get ahead, you can't do as others do. It seems simple, but so many of us just ride the coattails of something that's already been done. That won't get us noticed. That just brings more attention and notoriety to the one who did it first. Really, anything he writes or says is gold. But this one in particular is just so great, I have to share it. I won't give too much away in case you haven't read it, but believe me, you'll catch on right away once you start reading. And I'm a big fan of books that you can catch on fast. I have two small children that suck my time and energy away. This podcast is for you, so please let me know if there's anything in particular you've been curious about. Don't be afraid to be vague or even of talking in incomplete sentences. I get it. It's new and ever-changing. That's why I'm here to help bridge that gap between traditional marketing and this whole new way of thinking. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. For more information on me and what I do or what I can do for you, you can find me at www.dreamerproductions.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. All of the links will be listed in the show notes. I'd love to help you on your sonic branding journey in any way I can, so leave a comment, write a review, send me an email, and let's chat. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand. This podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Coming soon to iHeartRadio.